And it's the same with abundance. If you trust the universe to give it back to you, then you can do anything. You can give value, you can help others because you're trusting the universe to give it back. If you don't have that trust, then every time you're struggling, oh, what should I do now? Can I like, I don't want to waste my time here. I don't want to spend my time here. I don't get anything back. If you have that feeling, that means you're not trusting the universe to give it back. Aloha, my beautiful friends. My name is Krista Ralaksmidetan and coming to you from San Diego, California. Welcome to Abundance in Action podcast. And uh, I call myself New Time Coach. I believe that each one of us, we have a treasure box inside. And once we open it and activate our inner fairy tales, we can start to manifest them into this reality on our terms. And in case you would like to know more about the longer introduction to the guest um, of this week, please go back to the uh, episode one, um, part one with this um, guest and you can get all the introductions. So right this uh, episode will jump in with the topic. uh, So there will be no longer introduction here. So enjoy and as always uh, please like share and comment and uh, enjoy so i was very surprised uh, to find that um, there are actually they have said like um, around 200 hidden names for sugar that was like a first surprise and uh, second was this uh, uh, research they have done that in america most Americans per year eat in over 70 pounds of hidden sugars, not even just like a regular sugar, but hidden sugars. So that's like unheard of. And I can only imagine what it does to a person's body. Uh, yes. Uh, if you there are like a lot of videos like showing like in one can of Coke, uh, you basically have uh, your sugar needs for the whole week. Because there's so much of it. And it's like if it's a liquid form, it can dissolve quite much. And if you look just based, based on cramps, there is yeah. so much of it. And also, if you look at the cornflakes, it's like a second or the first ingredient. And they're usually listed based on the size. So, like the second ingredient in there is sugar. Like, of course, you want to make it sweet because otherwise, it's like cardboard. But uh, it's like so problematic that, uh, as uh, some people have joked, that the cardboard that the cereal comes in is more healthier than the cereal inside of it. Yeah, and um, what was also really uh, surprising was I actually went to the shop and started to look at all the labels to see, like, okay, so how much sugar is in, like, various things and just, like, random things and so, so on. And then to know that American Heart Association, they actually suggest that women would take in not more than six uh, teaspoons sugar per day, and men could be like on nine teaspoons. And um, so most uh, Americans actually take in 22 teaspoons of sugar every day. So that's like, uh, yeah, uh, it's no good. And one thing that uh, our bodies might be doing, that's like speculation, that why we're burning carbohydrates so quickly and we have those high insulin spikes because the, why, the reason why we're also eating so much sugar is that when we eat sugar, we get a spike in blood sugar. That means our insulin production will start and that means that will try to balance out the sugar, but insulin then will rise up and then we feel like, oh, we don't have enough uh, sugar, so we can eat more sugar. And then, uh, and then the insulin needs to kick up again. And it's always up the panel. And then you have a roller coaster of the feeling how well you feel. 
because then you're like all the time or like, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I'm energized. I'm hungry. I'm energized. And that goes all the time. And that's what, uh, when you're in fat burning, when you have flipped your switch, then you have just constant energy low. And usually it might be a little bit less than that uh, high dip of the sugar uh, spike, but it's constant. And in average, so much better because it will last longer. Like I was on a bicycle trip in the evenings. I, I bicycled 80 kilometers and I was so energized in the evening for dancing, singing, like in the camp and stuff that I had an amazing day and I still had full energy in the evening. And that's just because I, I was burning fats. And that's in some sense like slow burning, but constant burning. And it's so much greater to do that than uh, burning uh, sugars. And uh, with the hidden sugars as well, that they want to like keep uh, us stuck in there. Because also like when we look at like hospital food, and stuff, that food is not also very good food. And uh, in like in Sweden, people say like for people who have cancer, they recommend like recommend have sugary foods because of the chemo and the radiation treatment. But actually the cancer cells feed on sugar. So mm-hmm. our like medical, but that's the problem. Our medical professionals haven't studied nutrition. And there are nutritionists out there who are studying it more and more and uh, like that. But regular your doctors don't do that. They Only if they do it as like a, a voluntary uh, subject or stuff. It's not part of their curriculum. And then they are giving advice to us like what we should eat or not, what not. So it's so difficult to deal with. And nowadays there are more doctors waking up. Even I have heard like success stories when like our coaches, clients are going to doctors and like, people are like surprised what happened. And they are now nowadays they're starting asking questions, what happened, how it is even possible. Because uh, one of my coach's uh, husband actually had improved eyesight. And then the doctor wanted to know more. And like then they found out, uh, then uh, the fellow coach was able to introduce WildFit and talk about it as well. Because there are health benefits. Not like, not there, like uh, everybody can get those. Like, it's def- different by individual how, what people benefits are. But uh, our bodies are quite capable of repairing ourselves. And there are even talks uh, um, uh, stories about how people have been able to reverse type 2 diabetes with a uh, proper diet and uh, like living wildly style because when we get our living uh, in order our bodies in order then type 2 is not such like a death sentence but more like uh, uh, a illness that we can cure and therefore like uh, there is uh, talks about so-called post-diabetes because your numbers look like you're pre-diabetic but at the same time you already had diabetes so you can't be pre anymore you must be post then but every person is different and like how it how it goes through and how it seems. But there are amazing success stories, like also regarding uh, uh, vitality and uh, libido, like people have, who have been able to get children after wildfit because the uh, men weren't able to perform probably uh, not so high level before, before their, how their bodies were. And there's amazing success stories behind it. And like the success rate with wildfit is uh, over 85%, I think. And as a, like a diet program or a health program, it's a, amazing percentage and most people do like uh finish it quite well and and the results do vary and so even and in some cases the result might just not happen uh, in the moment but actually leave it to the future i had a person who talked about like living wild fit and uh, uh she had trouble during the challenge to flip the switch and she wasn't enjoying the spring but now in uh, in the beginning of february when like a month later when uh, she was doing spring again and uh, uh, with me, I, we went through it together. She got an amazing energy boost. She, she hadn't felt so good for ages now because when she actually flipped the switch, but like that the spring time wasn't enough because it's also about the stress. Because when we're stressed, even though whatever we eat and what signals we're sending the body, when we're stressed, it's called uncertainty. And if, our, if we're uncertain what will happen in the future, then we will also 
try to keep on everything that we have because we never know what happens. And especially for women, it's uh, it's a special da- danger because of the uh, in their cases the stress might signal them being left out of the tribe, and then there will be danger because a lot of our instincts are are done by our animal brain, and that's like two hundred thousand years old. The way we live there, and not in the current situation that we are safe in the rooms and we ha- we can just order food from our phone, that that's not how our brains involved. And therefore, like when we're saying that, oh, I'm going to listen to my body every time and see what I'm going to eat. Yeah, if you get sugar, your body will want more sugar because that's what it's trained for. But that's not the healthy way to eat nowadays because our nature any doesn't uh, dictate life anymore because we have cravings for things that were rare and important. And that's why some people have cravings for uh, meat and, so- and sugar and so on because those didn't happen every day. We don't have cravings for like salad because you get green leaves, you were able to get it every day. And therefore, our body didn't need a craving for it because we had abundance of it. So uh, when we're like trusting only our body, the cravings, like uh, I'm certain that I'm eating too much, in some sense, too much meat, because that's not how uh, how much we would have care, uh, able, but that's the craving I have because I enjoy it, but I know it comes also from that. I'm, and therefore I'm trying to balance it out with more vegetables and uh, more different things as well. But uh, we have to be conscious. And as you mentioned about your, your own journey, uh, becoming conscious of your choices, because a lot of people say that, oh, I don't want to do a health program because uh, uh, I, I want to be free. I want to be free to choose whatever I want. But are you actually free to say no? Are you say if somebody gives you a free pizza, are you are you able to say no or a free cake or whatever? Can you say no? Most cases you don't. But at the same time, you say that you're free to choose whatever you want. And that's what WildFit is trying to bring, that you, you are also free to say no. And one really cool thing um, which uh, you went through as a big transformation and I as well with the WildFit was that you actually prior WildFit, you didn't really cook much at all at home. Um, in my case, it was connected to my background, like uh, kind of growing up with the grandmother who was always like, you know, the master chief in the house and didn't want you know waste time with a grandkid, like, you know, messing things up and messing the kitchen up. And then ending up to the level where I, like 18 years old, I didn't even know how to boil potatoes, you know. So my sister was helping me as as she was uh, studying cooking, you know. And now with uh, WildFit, I I really enjoy being creative and doing experiments. Um, and now also I have actually got to the level where I know how to combine certain things better and also how to maybe substitute some bad stuff with good stuff, which is more nutritional value and so on. So you can find me now in the kitchen, like three or four hours, sometimes doing everything and even baking, which I was also, I was almost like intimidated by the kitchen. So it's it's a huge transformation and huge win for me as well. And uh, can you tell us about your transformation with cooking? Because yeah. I think your coach was even like in trouble, like, oh my God, like, how is it even possible to do wild fit if you're not really cooking, you know? Uh, yeah, I had, a, when I went to dinner, because like, uh, I knew how to boil rice, but that's just kind of it. Uh, or like take marinated chicken and put it uh, into the oven. But I never like cooked, like mix something together. And uh, I I, can't, I complained about it a lot. Uh, but I, I wanted to do the program and I was trying to find a ways. And uh, my coach actually recommended to find a cooking school and uh, find a student there and let them cook for me. But eventually, like, I realized that, like, yeah, I can't keep up, up that. And then I took, like, the foods that were in season. And I just went to shop, bought it, and mixed it two together. 
And to my surprise, it was actually quite good. And then I realized that like, if you put your effort in there, you also enjoy it much more, but also like the joy of finding out what happens and the intrigue that uh, what you can combine, what you can try and, and trying different things. And like uh, this week, uh, my parents were uh, visiting me. So I cooked them some uh, coconut cream uh, stew with chicken and uh, um, turkey beans and fenkel and uh, 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 zucchini. And like in initial, when I, I gave it, like my brother said, yeah, it doesn't look so bad. Or like, and when uh, he finally finished, he was like, wow, that was actually quite good. Like you have come quite a long time since the beginning of when, because I lived in my bro- with my brother before I bought my apartment in the beginning of Wildfit, that I've come so long way. And that's because I have practicing and I've been doing it and I've been enjoying it. I, and uh, like for some people who say, I don't have the time for to sit in the kitchen for four hours. You don't really have to. You can actually cook, cook in bulk. I have calculated when I've been cooking for my food uh, and I do it like for three days. Uh, some people say that they can't eat the same food for three days, but you can then alternate and do something else as well. But basically amount of meals that you can get from one cooking resulted me for one meal. I only spent 16 minutes. I cooked for one and a half hours and I got enough meals that it averaged it to 16 minutes of cooking time per one meal. And that's not a longer time at all. It probably, and also you can uh, take your time from it. I listen podcasts, I listen audiobooks. It's a perfect time for yourself because you can just dwell deeper into it. And the most uh, amazing part of it, when I finished my challenge, I did not remember that. I did not remember that I didn't cook. My coach had to remind me, oh yeah, you were the guy who won't cook, didn't cook before. And I was like, oh, yes, I was that guy. Because I forgot it, because it came part of my normal life and I didn't even realize that. And that often happens with wildfit results as well. We don't notice the wins because they're not part of us. And then if somebody sees, oh, you're so thin now, what happened? Because we don't notice it ourselves because we are just gradually going down. And that's why like before and after measurements and pictures are so important. And also sleep. I had a client that said like, yeah, I don't have more energy. Like people saying that they are energy, I don't have. And then I was like asking, yeah, but like, do you sleep more, like less or like what happened? No, I, I do every time. Like I still wake up like six and I'm good. And like, and then I was like, but do you, do you still take your afternoon naps? And then I was like, oh, no, I don't do that anymore. Because he always used to have an afternoon nap, a one hour nap that he didn't do anymore. And he forgot that he doesn't do it anymore. And they're like, oh yeah, I don't, yeah. That's a big win actually. Or like uh, people having, uh, uh, have been able to see dreams for like, since like 10 years, like one client actually, uh, was big win for him that he wasn't able to he wasn't able to dream before and that usually happened when we're stressed our bodies need to we don't get that REM sleep we don't get that deep sleep but now with wild fit your body is taking so much taken care of your brain is much taken care of and it can actually happen so that you will be have better sleep and also more REM sleep and I think in your case as well you noted mm-hmm. that how much more sleep you get per night now because of that especially yeah. the deep sleep part yeah yeah my uh, when my um weight got stuck uh, wasn't really moving anywhere <laughs> I was like starting to look like okay what else is stopping this so one was stress which I then decreased um, in so many ways and the second thing was sleep because my sleep was on the average maybe five six hours and then also um, when I put my Garmin watch on to see like how it was with REM sleep and deep sleep and light sleep the REM sleep was almost non-existent maybe half an hour per night And then when I increased my sleep time, only like maybe one hour, like got it to seven or eight hours per night, then my REM sleep started to increase. And now like on the average, it's like three hours. 
And it's so crucial because that's the time where the body is also like working with cognitive elements and so on. And I even noticed that now when I do like shorter nights, like not very often, but sometimes then my body is already so used to get the REM sleep that I still have the long hours of REM sleep, even though like the overall is like changed. So that's like yeah. amazing how that changed I think, too. Uh, I think in that case, it's also like, it's like a cause and effect. You didn't have enough sleep, therefore it was stressed for your body. So you, you increase the sleep, therefore you decrease, uh, decrease the stress and therefore your body was able to like flip the switch and go into that. And that allowed you to have better sleep. And that in result when you have now less sleep, but you still have better quality sleep because of yeah. the way you are supporting your body's body and the way your uh, flip your switch and all that part helps it now with that. So you have to have more sleep to be able to do that. And then this gives you more quality sleep. Yeah. And so it's it's a very, very good to see because a lot of people have noted, yeah, I wake up too early. <laughs> yeah. And another big thing, which I think happens to very many who go through this challenge is the change of the body image. As a woman, um, I've had issues with that for so many years. And I had no idea that by the end of this challenge, I would actually be able to post my bikini picture on Facebook and YouTube and, and videos and stuff. And that has been a huge win and takeaway. And I think it happened also to you. And I think on average, you see it, most people who go through it, it actually happens because you feel so much better. And then also you become like a friend with your body because you are not an enemy anymore. Yeah, last summer was my first summer that I sunbathed. I I never like to be like naked or like even swim uh, in uh, swim shorts because I didn't like my body. And even though I can sunbathe in my like parents uh, like uh, uh, like a farm home where we don't have anybody seeing or anything, I still didn't like it. But this year was the first, like 2020 was the first summer I actually wa I wanted to do that because I was happy with my body, and I was like I was happy with myself. And uh, like talking about uh, with uh, when we talk about abundance. Like I was happy with what I had, and therefore I got more what I what I deserve. I actually my body since while it actually uh, since summer is actually even better now. Uh, even though I haven't like released much weight anymore, but my overall body image is my, actually much better. I look better. I feel better. And also when we are in a good place, then we attract good things. And the same thing when in the beginning we talked about uh, me finding my girlfriend in the wild fit dinner. Uh, it was the same case. Like I was happy with myself. I was energetic. I was, and that in some sense for her, it was like, yeah, that seems to be an interesting person to like follow. And when uh, she followed me on Instagram, I was like, why in some sense. And then like uh, we shared some stories and stuff like that. And at some point we started talking and, and then because we met on 5th of November, but we actually went on a first walk in, uh, in 26th of December because for in the initial, it was like, just like casual conversation. We didn't know it would lead to anything because, uh, we didn't uh, think of, think kind of because for me it was like surprising like yeah I, I i didn't value myself but in like december i started valuing myself more especially like i got validation but at the same time i realized that who i had become to get that validation and when i let go of the need to have a relationship that i used to that i had in 2019 then in 2020 when i finally was able to release that i actually finally got one a very amazing one in instead and more, more with abundance is what I noticed is that when I'm doing the Wi-Fi coaching, I'm doing it for the great cause because, uh, uh, yes, I, it, it's, a, it's an investment for, for the clients to go through it. But at the same time, uh, the reason why I coach in general is not, why, is, not my, is not the money, is not the main reason. I love doing it. 
I enjoy it. And that's why like when I'm doing groups, I, I like when people are, I have some people who are helping me with like with uh, socials and all that part because I'm not good at social media and stuff like that, but I love coaching and that's what I do. And uh, in the August, I had a situation where I was uh, a client contacted me uh, who I had a discussion with Wilfit about, and uh, but she didn't want to wait too long f- for my next class because I was still in studying and my trial class had already started. And then I thought, like, okay, I can give you, uh, give her a referral code and she's still like my, uh, my client, and but she will go to the peak group that will start in September. But then I realized that actually I have a fellow coach who starts the class in August and it will, will be much better fit in an Estonian group and it will be much better for her. And then like when I made that call to give that client to that person, then I know that she won't be my client anymore. So she won't even ask for private coaching probably in the future. I was able to let go of that. And I realized that, yeah, I don't need that money, but I, I want her to get support and to have a better health. And after that, she has thanked me for that. And she was very happy also that that uh, that I referred her away because pro- probably for her, it was much easier to do it with a woman coach than it would have been with me. But it's all like different for person. I have had women clients that actually have enjoyed working with me and stuff like that. So it depends on a pers- person to person. But when I when I was able to release that, I realized that, yeah, my mission here is to improve people's health, to help them on that path, not to just get the profit out of it. So you have also discovered so many more elements of this abundance. So um, you have had uh, opportunities coming to you and popping up like out of the thin air. So one of those was actually when you uh, did the quantum shift uh, uh, program with Eric, uh, one one of the ones which was just recently live. And then Eric just kind of threw out, uh, you know, just on the roll, like yeah if there is enough like i think he said like 30 people we yeah. can do like a special you know uh, quantum shift wild with group and then you you basically felt right away oh um, i could help you know and yeah. raised your hand so yeah, that, tell me it was, tell me it about was great. that it was great because the concept was like three days and we're working out about our like uh, needs and our uh, quant- small quantums to change our lives and on the second day i actually had a discussion with my friend that uh, I would love to be a, like a wildfit headquarter coach that because there are like headquarter coaches that get their groups from headquarter. Uh, I'm like getting my clients myself, but uh, because I don't like that marketing, I'm not so good at it yet. And therefore I would like to be that coach. And that was a set after the second day. And on the third day, Eric said out like, yeah, I'm like when I'm sharing it wildfit that I know people are interested. Like if you get a week, uh, like group, enough, group together enough, like 30 people, then, and you can have like a student coach share and then, uh, I, that uh, he will participate in some some two calls, and then of course I was like, yeah, I can do it. I'm happy. I I will organize it. No problem. And uh, I started doing that. And uh, like just from one evening asking that I want to have a group so that I can coach. For the second day, I actually have a group. And then like it was like he said thirty, and then after the last day it was like thirteen people. And I was like, yeah. No. Regardless, if we don't get a group together for like Eric to be able to put his time into it, I would still like to coach them because I want that practice and I want to add value. And then in the end, it was 54 people who signed up. So it was quite a big group. And now uh, we had also a hike in the forest and the lunch in Estonia, because most of that, most of us was in Estonia. Sadly, you were in America at that time, Mm -hmm. but, and even Eric, because he was in Estonia actually joined for lunch. And it was an amazing conversation that we're having there. And, and he's such, so much pure cold comes out of him in some sense, like, and uh, because I, I did run it, I, I, I some kind of have a privilege to like sit next to him and talk to him when others didn't ask questions. And it was an amazing day. And like, 
just by raising my hand and saying that, yeah, I want to do it or just one night before imagining that what would it be to run a big group and asking for it. So that, that like was, a, was so great feeling. And now I'm in Magic. talks. So maybe, maybe, maybe I can also run the uh, next one. Well, I'm in talks about that as well, because I just, I like, I love coaching and, and adding the value. And uh, in some sense, I'm good at it, at least in my opinion. And I have had enough feedback to warrant th- uh, that feeling in myself. And I really liked also how you approached it. Like, you know, you asked um, how to add value. And whenever, you know, people need help and, and you can ask that question, that's, I think, one of the easiest formula to put your abundance into action. And even if you're not getting the um, abundance coming to you back right away in money form, it can come in other ways like possibilities or people or connections. So um, and, and then you said it so beautifully, like I can, you know, invest now. And then I know that the dividends come back later yeah. as that's like the abundance uh, law. Because uh, during that class, uh, uh, the compens- there, uh, we didn't get compensated well, but uh, I have gotten so many clients out of it. I have now this opportunity to be in this podcast came from actually coaching people because otherwise I would not have met you and I would not have like uh, been interesting. Uh, but actually me coaching and doing that I think it was already in, in like uh, in the middle of the program. You already approached me to do this part. Like with a couple of weeks, I was able to add enough value to you that you were like warranted the idea that give me this opportunity to come to your podcast. And because when we are um, investing into others, we are get, getting it back. Because uh, I had an interesting discussion with in one of the groups uh, uh, with friends that uh, sometimes. Uh, when we give to the friends, we don't care to give, get back. Simon Sinek once uh, said as well that friends are those that don't, we don't keep count, but you know that they're there when you need them. But when you start doing some things and you worry that like, should I do it? Like here, they don't do anything to me. And like, that means you don't trust anymore. You don't trust that they will do something back to you. And it's the same with abundance. If you trust the universe to give it back to you, then you can do anything. You can give value. You can help others because you're trusting the universe to give it back. If you don't have that trust, then every time you're struggling, oh, what should I do now? Can I, like, oh, I don't want to waste my time here. I don't want to spend my time here. I don't get anything back. If you have that feeling, that means you're not trusting the universe to give it back. But when you trust it, then it's so easy to give and not expecting to return now. You know you will trust that the return will come. And for me, with the quantity group, the return has definitely come from here. I've gotten uh, clients from it. I've got exposure from it. Uh, I got to TV because of it, because one of the clients in the quantity group actually had contacts and uh, wanted to be to get Eric on TV and that um, awarded me an opportunity to be a TV as, a TV as well, which was an amazing opportunity and, and stuff like that. Like if you don't think what you want now back and you just think that I will get something back at some point, exactly when I, when I need it, exactly as much as I need it. And in that moment, when you can let it, this go, you can just freely give and when you're freely giving it, it will come back in some 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 or another form what you might need mm-hmm. at that moment. Yeah, and sooner or later. And uh, what's really great with this also is um, it, it starts to change and transform the energy in your life in general. Like it's it's things will turn easier. Life turns into magic. You will be more supported. You know, some of the things you also were thinking, you like know, like, oh, I need more help here and there. And then, you know, people show up or people show you support or whatever. So 
um, it's basically that from the thought into action, the the whole process gets shorter. Yes, because uh, the more you're trusting, because often we get back, but we don't notice it because we're looking, we're not looking for it. We don't connect the dots. I had an interesting day today. I was driving uh, home from my uh, seminar, uh, from a coaching session that I had, and uh, there's two roads that I can take in Tallinn. And I usually take, uh, I should take one on the right, but uh, I used to live in a different place where I took the main road. And I was like, all, I, and then I was sitting on the, in that uh, junction and I realized, oh, I, I'm in the wrong place. So I have to go with a circle, but I, I don't want to push through the lanes. And then I was like, like I, I, I aggravated myself a little bit. And then like a couple, uh, two junctions later, I realized, oh, actually yesterday, I was thinking that I want to go to one certain store and that's actually now on this road that I'm driving on. So my brain actually was driving on a right road to do something that I was thinking yesterday without me realizing that I was thinking it in that moment because I thought oh, I'm in the wrong place now. But my brain knew that I need to go on that road to get to that store. So that was an amazing moment when I realized that and, and realizing what my brain is capable of. Mm-hmm. And when we do notice those, that gives us joy and that gives us the feedback that it's working. But uh, otherwise, you, I would have tried, if I wouldn't have noticed... I would have driven down the road, not even noticing that my brain is trying to help me. And I would have been angry at myself that I chose the wrong longer distance. But actually, like noticing why I'm doing some things and how it gives gives back to me. That's the so so important part of it. Yeah, again, the awareness part of it. Uh, very, very important. And I think also uh, so many times, like when you think um, where where is also many people's like abundance or money issues, like where is it like stuck? And so often it's also like maybe uh, cultural conditioning or where we came from as our parents or our teachers or whatever. And when there has been too much of that lack consciousness, then of course our subconscious, our whole you know, being will copy that. And we need a little more support and a little more also guidance from really good coaches to start to uh, flip that switch too. And I really liked um, your uh, image, which you uh, shared uh, when to know like that, you know, uh, that you need a coach or you need guidance. Uh, You had a very good image. Can you share with us that too? Like, uh, Uh, when is it the time? Uh, first of all, uh, regarding the also Moneybird, as you said, subconscious is taking over because subconscious controls us. And uh, if we're working on like 95% of our subconscious and our habits, if we believe that we are poor, then our body, our mind will do everything to make us so. So when we believe that, then then we will act, act on it. And that's like why thinking abundance is so much greater because if we think we have everything, then our body will make sure that we get everything. And I had a, uh, the regarding the, the story that you're referring is that um, we often uh, might notice that we have our hair is stuck somehow or we don't have such a great haircut, especially women when you get a get mess behind it and you know that it's there, but you can't do anything. Then uh, you might need a mirror to look and like uh, smooth it out and uh, make sure that you have it proper. But uh, so that, uh, but that sometimes it's so messed up that you can't fix it on yourself and you need a hairdresser. You need somebody to actually go in there and help you fix it. And it's so good in every uh, field uh, uh, with us regarding like uh, health coaching or business coaching or abundance coaching. It's all all the same thing. We might not know because many people know that too much sugar is bad or we know that their might not be, lactose might not be so good for us. And 
we all, we might know that, but we're not doing anything. But we when we have somebody to mirror it, a friend or somebody to like, yeah, I'm thinking of doing that. And then like when you're talking it out, you realize that yeah, I shouldn't be eating that. And, but that sometimes you're you're stuck in your own ways because of your condition, because of the world around you, because all the marketing that the food companies do. You might need that coach, the hairdresser, to help you on that way. To because we can't like change your life for you, but we can support you, we can guide you, we can help you, ask questions, show the show the light. Uh, Sometimes uh, I had I was in uh, a men's uh, power camp actually recently in January, and one thing was said that like we are beacons of light, we are like uh, uh, lighthouses showing the light. We can't do anything, but we can show the light. How 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 to be or where where not to be as a lighthouse, because uh, we are those beacons, but we can't change your life ourselves. You have to do it yourself. But I can be there. I can be. Next, just right next to you and in front to help you go through it, and that's like where you where you need the hairdresser to make sure that you get your haircut as you wanted, and your mess solved. Because often enough, we do know what we need, but we can't act on it because there are some blocks, some things behind uh, deep down that we need to resolve, and that's why like coach is a great opportunity uh, option, and uh, I'm always happy to help somebody on their way to. The better one, and as I know, as you are as a coach as well, you know that feeling that like how much you can do, and sometimes you have a feeling like oh I could do so much more, but person also has to take a step. But uh, I'm always ready to be just right, right there when people take the step. Yeah, it's so uh, crucial, especially nowadays where we have so much chaos and so much uh, uncertainty around us, and. Um, also, um, you mentioned the power camp with men. I think what's really amazing is that you are a kind of a man who is now really diving deeper into self-growth and also like, you know, asking a question, how can I become a better man and what else can I change or how else can I grow? And in Estonia, we have a really uh, nice and amazing man, Raivo Johansson, who is uh, leading those camps for men, the power camps. Uh, can you say some words how that experience was and what did you learn and why are those kind of like camps also important for men? Uh, it also somehow comes down to a little bit down to the hairdresser story because we might know that might be, but in some sense we don't even know what's wrong because when I went to the camp in the first day there was like a common question like oh why 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 did I come here and then I realized I don't actually know I don't know yet because I had a feeling that I need to come because yeah I've been in self growth now. And I'm trying to grow as best as I can. And because when I grow, I can support others next to me. And uh, when I was there, then uh, in two days, I realized my blocks were actually for being a man. Because uh, uh, when we shared our like deepest, darkest uh, stories, then it actually came down. It came from my own self-value as a man. Because uh, as I was now in a relationship, but I haven't had that much experience with them. I was already thinking that I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm not uh, enough of a man for her or whatever, uh, and these are just the thoughts that we give ourselves, and because we, our past experience might dictate that. But when in that camp I was able to share that in a safe environment with other men without any judgment, because we're all there just to support each other. And in that, I think that space holding is so crucial. And yeah, Rival does it so well, actually, the, the space holding, so that uh, we can open up and we can share. And then it actually resulted in me to be able to realize what are my blocks, what are my troubles, why I feel like that. Even in the beginning, I didn't actually maybe feel like that. But during those days, I realized, yes, I have those feelings. 
and I need to leave them out, scream them out, uh, show those emotions because nowadays or it's getting better, but often men can't show emotions. Men can't cry. Men can't uh, talk about deeper things. The way the, the things that I've been talking today, some parts, I get teary-eyed with that because it's my history and like it's quite vulnerable. But most often men don't do that. Men don't talk about those things. And it's so sad to see them go through life and being stuck in those places because when you talk them out, when you realize them, it's so much easier. And doing it at, amongst other men who are also in, in some sense, in that sense uh, of a moment of vulnerability, you can feel safe and you can feel safe staying. And basically it ended up, I was able to deal with my things. And the same Sunday evening when I came back from camp, I actually met up with my girlfriend. I was able to share with her those fears that I have with our relationship. And we were able to work through of them because I had courage to do that now because I was more powerful. I was more certain who I am as a man, that I am a, I'm, I am a man and I'm good, I am good what I do and I don't have to be scared. And if I need to learn something, I will learn it on the way. And, and that part is so crucial because often we don't have those friends to do it. I, as I mentioned that I have a lot of girl friends, woman friends that I am a very good therapist sometimes. But uh, you also need, I need somebody for me myself. And yeah, I use those women as well when I'm talking about my things. But it's not, it's not easy to share some things, especially if it's uh, consistent, like talks about like intimacy and, and your uh, fears and your uh, angers and all that part. And there's not so often that you can do it for your male friends either. Because my male friends that I've had, I can't talk about these things with them. I don't know how to share with them. But in that men, uh, men camp, I can actually share because in some sense, it's easier to share with strangers because they don't charge. They don't know about the history. They don't know who you are and they, then they don't charge. And uh, also the space holding with the, the driver that's there and like supporting and there's no judgment. There's no advice. It's just letting you talk and letting it out because when you talk it out yourself, you are getting so much reflection from it, what you're saying. And uh, I often like say out, like, uh, out loud my things myself. And now when I'm in amazing relationship as I am now, where I can actually be open, I can talk about my fears, even though they might be hurtful or or uncertain, they can come from them. But because we can be open, we, uh, in some sense, I think it all got, a little bit comes down to like, she has been doing self-development as well and like wild fit and uh, her mind is also amazing. I can talk to her. So it's amazing to have the part, partner, but not every, every time we are ready for that. And sometimes we need to have it first in a safe environment before we are even have enough courage to talk to our partner about it. And that's probably what I got most out of that camp this time, was that I got courage to actually be open and to talk about my fears, what I had in my relationship. Yeah, really amazing. And we need so much more of that also to support men in their growth, uh, because then they can also support uh, women more and make the woman feel more safe. And um, so many times in my life, I met men who were so intimidated by my strength or power or whatever it was. It was like, oh, Christo, you're too much or this or that. And then, of course, when someone is in that mindset, you don't feel safe. And then when you don't feel safe, you can't open up and you can't be vulnerable. But the deepest intimacy comes from vulnerability. And that's also one thing I think what you as a man um, have discovered and are a good leader and example how men could uh, start to work with these topics um, nowadays. But, so, for me, but for me, it's definitely one part is that after I got my physical health in order and also my uh, mental part with WildFit, 
I'm much more able to do that because I have an energy to do it. I have the w- more will to do it. I have like my brain is able to take it because uh, as I said in the beginning, when I did self-development before Wildfit, it wore off quite quickly. But now what I've been achieved with 2020 and, uh, and especially what year 2020 was, and for me, it was the best year ever uh, in my life then I don't know what 2021 will bring, but at the moment that has brought me amazing classes, amazing relationship. And uh, I've been able to get free of some, my own past because I finally was able to uh, agree, find a moral high, like acceptance of myself that I don't work full time anymore. And when I was talking to my boss and he said like, yeah, I never expected you to, but for myself, I needed it. But now I can actually let go and just work to, Make sure that everything is in order, but I don't have to work full time. And for me, it was such a relief. So 2021 has started amazing for me as well, because the way I've been building and building on those things, and I'm taking more coaching on different things, uh, on different things, and as speech as well. I'm trying to uh, communicate better now because of that. So I will see where that can lead me as well. Yeah, and as it's uh, been said, I think uh, maybe it was Eric that you know, if you do not continue to learn. Uh, there is no point. So there's this uh, constant energy to be in that learning mode and growing mode. That's yes. uh, that's a good place to be. Yes, it is. Yeah. So one of the questions I ask um, as we are now wrapping up here, um, every um, guest we have had, I like to ask this, like, you know, Imagine your life um, as a human is coming to an end. You are leaving uh, this body and you're going maybe to some other dimensions. What's the legacy you would like to leave behind to this earth? What do you think that could be? Uh, For me at the moment, uh, based on my passion and my coaching, I I want people to, uh, in some sense, remember that uh, there was help on the way for their achievements. And at the same time, uh, so that people have achieved something and have have results and have transformed their lives. And even if they don't remember that uh, I was there, realizing that transformation can happen and they can be the guidance and the beacons for others to show that they can transform their lives as well. So eventually we could have so-called food revolution and people could be more healthy and we would be able to take over uh, the food industry in the sense that they would start making food that's actually supportive for us and not just uh, uh, damaging and uh, manipulating with our uh, biological cravings. I would like that to be, when I when I leave that, that uh, I know that I have uh, contributing on that path that people can have transformations and can find peace in themselves. Yeah, very beautiful and so needed because um, as we discussed also, there are a couple of things not really taught fully at schools. Um, one of them is, of course, money and finances, how to handle them. And uh, secondly, is also uh, food, you know, relationship and, and how to handle food. And third is leadership. So uh, I'm so good. We basically touched on each one of those a uh, little bit here and there. So it can be a nice inspiration and motivation for others to look uh, deeper into the topics. So yeah, because, because in with really leadership, we also often ask that like, as me as a project leader, it started for being a very good worker and therefore I did a good job on my place. Therefore I was promoted to managing leading position, but I was never, I never learned how to lead. And it's so much more important uh, to uh, do that. And as I mentioned earlier, 
that with the coaching I was able to to be able to coach my subordinates so that they can give the best results because that's what leaders job is to make sure that the uh, people working under you can give the best results and actually that's definitely what's not teached in school or like anywhere like some companies do teach leadership but for me everything what I've learned as a leader is mostly come from my self development itself not so much of like leadership uh, education that I've had some but nothing that uh, compares to what I've achieved with uh, like Wildfit or the coaching to, uh, learn uh, certification. Mm-hmm. So now if people are interested to, um, you know, have contact with you or jump on board with the uh, classes with Wildfit, uh, where can they reach you? Uh, they can reach me on Facebook on Health Coach Parker OU, or just my, my profile, Harry Parker. Uh, also, I have a website, health, healthcoachparker.com. Uh, so where I have my next class is now uh, it will be starting uh, soon as well and uh, all the information uh, will be there mostly it's on uh, socials Facebook and Instagram but also on Instagram I'm, I'm health coach Parker mm-hmm. okay and uh, we discussed also some um, possible gift or gifts for our listeners and watchers what, what is it you would like to um, yeah share with them uh, I would offer, uh, my plan was to offer a free coaching session. Uh, that's usually like a 45 minute that there will be a link for that. And uh, when you use a uh, marked on a go to abundance in action, then you will be able to get that free. And also when you come there and you're actually interested in wild fit in general more, then you will get a 30% discount on that as well. Mm-hmm. That's a very generous offer. And I, I know that um, there are so many people who uh, should take uh, advantage of that beautiful gift of yours. <laughs> so thank you so much for your time and um, all the goodies and amazing insights you shared with us. And I wish you and all the projects you are working on great luck and lots of abundance in all of its forms. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me and thank you for the abundance and uh, good. And I, I know that abundance will be flowing for you as well. Yeah, thank, thank you. And for our listeners and watchers, as always, please um, like, share, and don't hesitate also to write the review. You can write the review on our Abundance in uh, Action podcast Facebook page, as well on iTunes review. And when you go to our Botbean page, you can always download the audio version first because that also helps us with the download numbers. And usually beginning of the week, we put out the Podbean audio version of the new podcast. And then uh, around Saturday, Sunday will come the YouTube version. So if you are a visual person, then uh, also check out the uh, video version as well. Thank you so much and may there be so many more abundant moments for you and your loved ones. Stay safe and lots of aloha. Mahalo.